You are listening to Confessions of a High School Bible Teacher. Hey everybody, this is Christopher Seals, and across the table from me is... It's the me. Tricked you. Wayne David Randolph. Wayne, that, yes. beard, look, that beard looks good. Oh, you're so complimentarian. Complimentarian. See what we did there? Yeah, it was a playoff of complimentarian. <laughs> um, for those of you who are like what are they talking about um our last episode was an interview um with a, a woman who is in leadership ali carico i'm um, in a christian school um who holds the complementarian view right. of of roles and ministry between um, men and women and so as promised um we have the egalitarian view being presented on this one if you haven't heard the first episode um and you're wondering what these terms even mean maybe Go back to the previous rewind, rewind. Yeah, and in terms of like unpacking too, I, I think I think what we're doing is exploring, and we're we're um, we're allowing you know the conversation to start, right? Like we're exploring these things. We're not really unpacking them all the way to the to the nitty gritty, are we? Right, but and we're we're getting in there, and uh, yeah, we and, have another wrestling partner. Yeah, and there are definitely plenty of books that have been written on this topic, just in general. Totally, um, but you'll notice that our our focus. While we do go general and theological, we do kind of hone it in onto the the weird, strange, murky ground yeah. of being women in leadership in Christian schools. And how does that play out? Yeah, yeah exactly. What's that like? And, and how do you how do you walk the line, if yeah. you will? Right. So yeah, hope that you guys enjoy. I hope it's uh, as inspiring to you as it is to me. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Jen. Hey, how's it going? How you doing? I have to call you Randolph, right? I, I'm sure, Do I don't we know. use real names? We decided that, I think. That's my real name, though. Okay. Like, why would you <laughs> Hi, Jen. I call you Wayne. Oh, that's fine, yeah. But in the school world, I know you're known as... Mr. Randolph, hopefully. Mr. Randolph. Yeah. In the world of podcasts, I'm known as Wayne David Randolph. Wayne David Randolph. Yeah. Full disclosure. Okay. So, I'll try. Uh, Jen, you're not the normal voice that I talk to on this <laughs> This podcast. I'm really glad that you're here. Am I the second woman? You're the second woman. Okay. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. I yeah. can really yeah. do that. Yeah. Jen, I'm really, really thankful you're here. I, I'm really um, glad to be here. We've been talking about this for a while. So this is uh, this is kind of new for me. I like to talk about things. I don't often see them grow legs and mm-hmm. actually take place. So this is cool. I'm glad you're here. Um, Jen, there's a reason you're here. Do you know why? I think so. What, why do you think you're here? Uh, I Let's see. All right. We're not going to Guatemala this time. No. Um, I'm here. I'm here to talk about women's stuff. Women's stuff. Yay. <laughs> Jen, you're a woman, and I'm not, and Chris is not, although we're married to women. Mm-hmm. Um, that still doesn't make us um, right. professionals. Yeah. Right? So here, here's... <laughs> professional. We're not professional women, Jen. So here, here's, here's where we're going. Um, there is a, for some, a, a a, a topic that gets a little tense mm-hmm. um, for others. I think a lot of people like it's just they don't care. Yeah. Um, some okay. haven't even thought through these things, but um, we have in our Christian tradition in our family. Yeah. Um, traditionally, we've had some some roles for both men and women. Um, oftentimes, it, the roles are if you're single or married. We have all these kind of roles, and so we want to we want to talk about women in the church. Yeah. Specifically though, it, we're looking for women in leadership. 
yeah. and we want to have that discussion. And what do we think about it? Do we are we letting our culture inform our ideas? Are we letting the mm-hmm. the text and scripture inform our ideas? And um, and then obviously wherever we're at, kind of we're working that those things. So, so Jen, you you are a woman, and uh, you are a, a follower of Christ, mm-hmm. and um, you find yourself in leadership. Mm-hmm. And we'll 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 get on that in a second. But um, just when you hear that topic or this idea of like, oh, okay, you're driving over here, right? You're driving <laughs> over, and you're like, okay, we're going to talk about women in leadership. Okay, what what goes through your mind? Um, walk us through, talk us through some of those emotions. Um, is there baggage for you? And now I'll shut up. Go. Okay. <laughs> I could do that. Well, there. I mean, gosh, how could there not be baggage with that topic if you've been in the church for any number of years? Um, my mom was a women's pastor growing up. Your mom was a women's pastor? Okay. I can't, we can't say pastor. She was a, they see, she was a director, a women's director women's ministry director see i already want to interrupt and start i want to call her a pastor because that's really what she was what did she call herself she calls herself working for the church (laughs) Mm. yeah she'll say i work for the church this is when i mean this is when in your formative years when you were young still to this day okay so this is what you've watched yeah so you've watched your mom in leadership and she has a maybe a different title than yeah she has a director title and she is that politics, Jen. Yes, I don't go to your church or politics that church or like what, what? Tell me about that. Everybody else is a pastor. She's only female on staff besides the secretary, and she's a director. But she runs a women's conference, so she runs a conference for the county, and she has thousands of women come every year. Hmm. And I'm helping her write the curriculum for that. How fun! Yeah, it's really fun. It's fun to be an adult and help her. Um, <laughs> it's just fun being an yeah. adult sometimes. Yeah, published her own Bible studies. I wow. mean, she she deserves. To me, she deserves the title of pastor, but she's director. What, is, what does that title pastor, what does that mean for you? Like shepherd. Hmm. And that's what she is. Yeah. yeah. By far. Yeah. And just, just hearing that, Jen, like director actually sounds kind of cold. Yeah, it does. It, it, <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. it sounds um, really clinical. Like she's yeah, going to do something. Say, like, like she's in the one wing of this hospital. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, church, not hospital. Church. Yeah. <laughs> like she's going to direct some stuff, but she's not actually going to influence anything. Huh. Like she's going to yeah. shuffle some stuff around for wow. the women. How long yeah. has your mom been doing that? She's been doing that for 30 years. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Counseling, <laughs> writing, preaching, um, doing Bible study. And, and um, would we call her like a, a, a lay person in the church or is she like on She's, she's on, on staff, payroll? has her own office. Does she get health insurance? She gets health insurance. Okay, so this is a real deal. Oh, yeah. And, for real. And what are her... Um, this isn't a challenging question, but like, yeah. what are what gives her the um, uh, what, what's Authority? on her resume? No, I don't want. Yeah, I don't want yeah. to use that word yet. Yeah, where do you, okay, where do you, where do you, I can handle it. I can handle it. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's not me. Um, what what's on her resume that that allows her that that allows her to do this? I think that she Does that makes sense. Yeah, she was part of a church plant um, all those years ago, and there was a need and. She just started to meet the needs of women in the church, wow. and then it was a natural transition to that form of leadership. So, wow. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's rad. Yeah, so I come from those roots. Yeah. And this wasn't in, in, in the stars, so to speak, for her. This was not what, like, when I grow up, I want to be <laughs> no, she a, was a hairdresser. She was a hairdresser. Pastor, director thing. <laughs> yeah. She was a hairdresser. Yeah. Rad, dude. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, so you grew up watching that. What's that like for you as a little girl watching? Uh, was... What did you learn? I learned um, how to be a classy woman. Uh, my mom's a really classy woman. Um, she 
um, she knows she's also seven on the Enneagram. We were just talking about the Enneagram before we started this. For those of you who have <laughs> no clue what, what Jen means when she says Enneagram, hey, we'll have a podcast one day we where we talk about Enneagrams. We'll have Jen back and her husband, uh, Charles. Yeah, and, uh, we need to have a separate We can talk about Enneagrams. Basically, it's a personality test that allows you to pick the scab so that you can get real and honest with yourself. Basically. Cool. We'll put that on hold. So she's a seven like me. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Yep. And <laughs> it was fun to watch her just be comfortable. She's comfortable in front of a crowd. She's comfortable. She can win a- other people over easily. Um, she's um, makes relationships with a, a variety of different people. We always had diverse people coming to the house to fellowship or cool. get, you know, advice from her and things like that. So it was fun for me to watch that as a kid. That sounds like really good stuff. Now, I, I'm not yeah. trying to play Freud or any of that. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm also, you know, preacher's kid, missionary's kid kind yeah. of thing. And, there's you know, a shadow. There's, always, yeah, there's, there's also some shadow. stuff we see where it's like <laughs> when everybody leaves the right. fellowship uh-huh. and, they, and they leave yeah. the house and it's like, yeah. or yeah. when people leave the sanctuary and now we're cleaning up right. and we're having honest talk in the church. Yeah. Um, can you, I hope I'm not fishing here, Jen, but yeah. can you remember the time when... When the church experience, uh, you, you said shadow, <laughs> yeah. like when you first started noticing right. the shadows, yeah. the cobwebs, if you will, whatever that may be. Sure. Um, but specifically kind of what I, I want to ask though is, is about, um, and if it's, if it's too personal, I don't know, but, but maybe even specifically with your mom and leadership, can you remember the first time that maybe someone challenged her or yeah. you saw her have that fight, that feeling, emotion? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Would you, would you? Oh, I remember it really clearly. Um, I was I was going into my freshman year of high school. It was before the fresh my freshman year of high school, and um, she was challenging the executive pastor because he was lying um, mm. to her and people on staff. And then he, I already like have like I'm sweating for your mom. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's, that's you can hard. tell. I mean, because it was all male eldership as well as male pastors and executive pastor. So it was really just her against the world on that one. And she, you know, like I said, she's a classy lady. So she shielded me from a lot of the details, but we had to leave the church and, Hmm. um, it was, it was hard to watch her go through that. Um, she never, she's not comfortable with negative emotions. So <laughs> that resonates. <laughs> I would always kind of try to explore those with her, but you know, as a kid, you can really only do so much. So, mm. wow. um, yeah. What Jen, what is that? I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I, I want to ask these like <laughs> therapy questions. Do I'm it. so sorry, but I'm not, do I'm not qualified it. to do that. Um, <laughs> being in leadership now. Yeah. And again, like I said, we're, we'll we'll, we'll kind of get into that and talk sure. about what you're doing. But I'm just cautious being, being in a, a female in leadership yeah. right now, and then talking about that, like what, how has that formed your yeah your ability to, <laughs> to be yeah. a woman in leadership? I'm cautious. I'm cautious. Can you expand on what cautious means? I feel like I'm walking in a minefield all the time. Like I'm really careful. I'm really careful, and I I make sure that you know. Because I'm an egalitarian in a complementarian world. Can you define and unpack those terms for us, for our listeners? These are these um, are two terms that go right with our subject. I feel like you should do that. <laughs> what? 
I I don't feel like I would do a good job at that. No, it, no, it's we're I not. Guess we're not, a, I'm not I'm, I mean, I can. The computer's in front of me. We can pull up like a definition. But no, yeah, when you use those you're terms, you're the Bible teacher, though. Okay, I'll try. And the Bible teacher doesn't <laughs> not t- touch this topic that much, to be <laughs> okay. honest with you. I guess um, egalitarian would be what you would think it to mean. You know, equal that mm-hmm. men and women are equal mm-hmm. in their. Um, not in their giftings. Cause I, I think complementarian people on that side of the fence would say that as well, mm-hmm. but they can have equal manifestations of those giftings within yeah. the church. Yeah. Um, and women have access to every role that men have access to within awesome. the church awesome. and the family life. I think yeah. it extends to that because I think the family life in complementarian and egalitarian, um, families, the life of that family, the the systematic life that that family kind of um, takes on is a mini picture of what the church is. Yeah, that's a great point. So, and then on the other side would be complementarian that women complement men and men complement women, but they have distinct, distinct roles that they play within the church and within their families. And those roles aren't as fluid Right, they're pretty. They're they're pretty they're static defined. and set. Yeah, yeah. The only th- those are great definitions, by the way, Jen, and probably better than I would have said. I'm a conflict theorist, so when yeah. it comes to like egalitarianism, like I would probably say something like um, the belief that both men and women can can share power and wield power and use power both. You know, like Equally. the gender gender does yeah. not define how I can use this power. Sure. Um, yeah, that's yeah. So that's I, yeah. a crazy thing when you mention power because <laughs> to Christians, like the power is the same. It's the same source. Right. So it's like, you can use that power, but I can't use that power. That's weird. Yeah. I remember reading, I was reading this book called the Bible the other day and there's this guy, (laughs) Jesus. And he was like, it's better that I leave you so you can have my spirit so that some of you can do things and some of you can't. Right. That was, (laughs) that's what he said, right? I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, no. So like that, that, yeah, that's, yeah. it challenges kind of the basic like notions and understandings of Christianity. Yeah. Isn't he also the one that said, like, if you're free, then you're better than the slaves and I mean, I all know. that? I don't know. He said you, that, right? You, you trust that guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He, and, and he's the one that had women ministering alongside of him. Yeah. And, and um, you know, one of the things I know, Chris brings it up and when he teaches the Gospels class and, and at the other school that I, t- I taught, I had a Gospels class. And that's one of the things that we'll, we'll talk about when we, when, we, when we talk about the resurrection is, is even like... I mean, the first people who are announcing this thing are women. Like this is, yeah. that's a pretty huge task. Sure. Um, so yeah, it seems like, it seems like Jesus at least has yeah. women around him. Yeah. Um, so, so some of our maybe brothers and sisters in Christ who want to say that, you know, we need to like separate everybody. Like, you know, they have a pretty hard case, I feel like. But, yeah. But somewhere in the middle, there is this kind of tension between um, what is, what is the role? And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a guy. I'm a guy, so I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't pretend to to understand a whole lot of this this topic, other than I, I think that's it needs to be talked about. Um, it seems often though, like we kind of mistake um, role with like capability. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like that's your role because that's what you're like designed for. Like like you're capable of this, but you're sure. not capable of these other things. And yeah. Just per, I mean, anecdotally, I don't know what I think of that. Um, that's kind of why you're here. Yeah, <laughs> right. So well, when we exclude women from certain roles, we're essentially we're saying something is fundamentally wrong with them. Yeah, tell tell me about that because I think you probably can speak to that better than Chris or I could. Yeah. Yeah. What do I you mean, mean, if someone were to say, 
<coughs> when you can't me. you can't fulfill that role, whatever that is, like in the church, in the workplace, in the family. Yeah. Um, it means that you're not up to the task. Like something of you is something essential about you has fallen short. Yeah. Now, now let's explore that because there are jobs that, like, let's say, might come up uh, on our campus that I, yeah. you know, I want to look and I, I want to look at other things. And I'm very aware at age 43. I'm very aware of my weaknesses. Um, and I, I think I know what my strengths are. Um, but there are definitely some jobs that I'm, I'm not capable of. Of fulfilling like the job requirement. Yeah. Or, do you know what I mean? Sure. Um, yeah. Anybody who works with me knows like, like don't give a to-do list to Wayne. Yeah. Don't right? Like, don't like, that's not sure. So what, what's the difference that you're talking about though there? Cause like there are things I can't do. Yeah. So there what, are things you that you that? can't do, yeah. but there are things that you're probably good at and needed for that. Maybe the classic gender roles would mm. typically exclude you from. Okay. So for example, a lot of male roles on a Christian campus would be geared towards teaching or administration, mm-hmm. things that are more separate from the relationship aspect. Yeah. So, or the nurturing side of things that go on at a school. Yeah. And so that's why I think a lot of men in those roles gravitate toward the administrative side of things because they're more they're further removed from actually nurturing yeah. students. Which is fun that you use that as an example because I, I feel like I actually go towards the nurturing you do. You side. Do. Yeah, a lot more. You do. But yeah. if you responded to those ingrained gender roles, you know, that mm. maybe the church or the school or wherever you were you would could be at, yeah. um embraced or valued, then you might just go with the flow and avoid the opportunities to nurture. But we mm. need male nurturers. Yeah. You know, that's that's yeah. part of like we need women leaders exactly let's get on that so so you've been in the classroom for a while you've been in christian education this, this podcast yeah. more or less is a kind of navigates through that world mm-hmm. so you you've been in education and and just recently congrats yeah uh, this is your first year or second, second year this is year too yeah jen that went really quick it feels <laughs> oh like my gosh. i'm yeah, I still I, feel I'm, like a child, I, And basically. I'm a super outsider, too, right? Like, we, we get to see each other maybe once a yeah. month. And yeah. I have been blessed to go to Guatemala with yeah, you. We get exactly. to go again. I'm so excited to do that again. But So you've been in, in admin. Jen, um, and I know I know this is going to be rough to talk about, but, like, what, yeah. what's that like to be um, a, a woman administrator? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, is your what, – what's your head title? My title is I, Dean of Students. You're, you're Dean of Students. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah and then what's, what's the, what's the, I worked at a school where there was a headmaster. And yes. Now, now head I work of at a, now I work at a school where it's a superintendent. <laughs> superintendent. So head yeah. of school. So is head, head of, school of school male? Yes. Okay. And what, who in like in the, the, I'm sorry, the supply chain, in the subordinate <laughs> chain, <Yes>. right? <laughs> in the hierarchy <laughs> structure, who, who's, what's the title beneath the so superintendent? Or, me. Oh, you're right below. And then, right on. A, like on linear, uh-huh. it would be vice principal. Cool. Yeah. So, which is male vice or female? Female. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So, <clears throat> let's let's talk. What's that like? What, what yeah. have you experienced? What have you? Well, have we, you come across any of these um, yeah. people challenging gender roles? People telling you you're getting yeah, you're getting too bold? Or <laughs> like, are, are these? I don't know. Like, what's going on? You know what? There we work within. Um, a church framework. Ah, okay. So um, your your school, unlike yeah, ch- church Chris school. and I, 
You're actually yeah. attached to a church. Is yes. it a non-denominational church? Or do they have a denominational affiliation? Non-denominational. Okay, so non-denom church. Reformed. Reformed theology. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And so male headship. Um, what does that mean, male headship? Yeah. That's a, that's a term right. that comes up when we have this Hey, talk. I looked it up, though, in the cool. Bible. Tell me about it. What uh, is that from? Timothy. Timothy? Yeah. yeah. Second Timothy, right? Help. <laughs> It doesn't matter, it does it? it? it <laughs> I think it's seven, Second Timothy, and they were talking about like, I think especially Reformed people in my circle, people love that that term headship. Yeah, it's, and, it's, a, it's yeah, it, it is. It's the buzzword in that topic. Yeah, yeah, and so they like to say the male is the head. That's where we get our head. The word headship from, and well, they were they were talking about how that word actually in the Greek talks means source, the source. Hmm. And that's what that's talking. It takes us back to the garden. And yeah, so the source yeah. Which is, is Adam. I, I'm actually excited to go back. <laughs> the rib. That's what they're talking about. They're not talking about this <laughs> male at the head. Huh. They're talking about the source. Like the source of the woman is the man physically in the garden. Which is, that's really weird too. We should unpack that one. <laughs> I don't pretend to get that. Totally, I'm you know, way, right? I'm I'm like, way more totally, comfortable with that. I totally have heard that story growing up. And then you get a little older and you're like, okay, wait, what? what? Yeah. Whether you take that <laughs> literally or not, no, but, it's but, important. But, no, but yeah. you're letting us know where that, where that word yeah. comes from. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, the one I was thinking in Timothy was about the, the women learning to be quiet and submissive and mm-hmm. um, not letting women teach and have authority over men and... Yeah, it's those two passages, right? Yeah, Sec- so, so we have first, Timothy, first Timothy two twelve, which oh, says women Timothy. should learn quietly okay. and okay. submissively. Okay, I do not let women teach men or have authority over them. And First uh, Corinthians fourteen thirty four, which says women should be silent during the church meetings. Yes, it's not proper for them to speak. Two passages. Yeah, basically. No, yeah. there's a few more, but there's one no, in Titus. The, but these these two are pretty. Yeah, these are pretty pretty hardcore. I remember what the Titus one says. There's a few. Yeah, those are they all hinge on that. So has anybody so challenged you with these things? <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> yeah, tell us about. I mean, if you're comfortable. <laughs> and, um, and, and, and is it especially since you've moved into leadership? Um, no, 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 no. You've just kind of grown up with this. Yeah. Now it's too uncomfortable to challenge because of my role. You know, it's kind Mm. of too personal at this point. I think people would probably be more apt to talk about me behind my back than they Mm. would to be like, Hey, you're too this. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. exactly. Um, not that I think anyone's doing that, but I just think that once the person's in their spot, it's too awkward. You know, it's like once you've, you know, yeah. 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 <laughs> Have you, what, what's that like? Cause that's, that's something that Chris and I can't necessarily speak to, um, having the connection with the church and the school together. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically with this topic. Yeah. Yeah. With you being in leadership. Uh-huh. Um, what's the church's, what's the church's view on that? Like, do you yeah. know, do you attend that church? Yes. You I do. know. I know the view. Okay. Um, I went back and listened to the sermons that had to do with, um, you know, their theology on, you know, male headship and yeah. how that all And this works. is, you start doing this, your homework as you're like contemplating yeah. taking the, the position and. I started doing my homework when we were deep within our involvement in the church. Okay. And, and yeah, and then I learned that it's, it's complicated, right? Mm. Because it's a great Bible preaching church and it's where we have our community mm. and they do not waver from preaching the word of God, which I think is, I put a lot of value in that. And 
that's it tends to be more of a caught not taught concept yeah. you know male headship in the church so it's something that's so palatable you, I for can't, me i can't jump on your um about us section <laughs> on your church website and just find that i think that you could if you they outline their um what do you call that like beliefs yeah yeah doctrine yeah doctrine. if you dug deep enough you could so what what you what you discover? So you, you say so it I, seems like it's a little bit more caught, not like taught outright, but yeah, yeah. What 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 were you picking up on? What are those subtleties you're picking up on? Oh, I mean, it wasn't subtle. <laughs> it was like we are complementarian, okay. and the male is the head, okay. and we have all male elders and all male pastors. That seems pretty. In taught, fact, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> not frequently taught. Okay. Not okay. taught so much to where I'm like, but it's like, but it's known. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's definitely known. And it's something that I've accepted, you know, of a reality, not accepted for myself, but accepted as a reality within the church and something that I know that they believe. So that I'm, I'm, is I'm, attention I'm, piece. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to dissect you <laughs> for a second. I don't like the way you're looking yeah. at me. <laughs> well, I'm just like, that word accept, I, I have angst. You know, yeah. I, I still have leftover teenage angst somewhere yeah. inside of me and, um, what does that mean? And I, Jen, I know you to yeah. be one of the most amazing women I know. And I Thanks. often tell Charles, like, I don't know what he did, you know, <laughs> I mean, to like hoodwink you. What did you do? How did you hoodwink her? What did you put in her drink to get her to love you? Um, that sounds horrible. There's a story to that. Actually, <laughs> just, you kind of hit just, on something. <laughs> we'll save that but one. Like, but like, so I, I, I do. I, I, I mm-hmm. admire you a lot. And uh, I am blessed to have traveled with you internationally with our students and stuff like that. So. So when I ask you this, it's really, I'm not looking for your angst, um, but, yeah. but um, I do see you as somebody's wise and mature. And mm-hmm. so when you, when my friend Jen says, I've accepted that yeah, and you're still there, what is, if you don't mind, yeah. Jen, if I can challenge that a little bit, what do you yeah. mean by that? Because there's, I mean, I teach high schoolers, sure. Jen, and, and when they say like, I, it's like, right. That's like the huff, like they accept yeah. my authority um, because I don't know, I can give them an F or whatever, yeah. for whatever that may be. You know what I mean? Sure. So what do you mean? What do you mean you've accepted it? I think it has to go along with, for me, it goes along with experience. It's not head knowledge. So my experience is that I used to be Mennonite and I went to a Mennonite church that was, um, quote unquote liberal. And so they didn't dress the Mennonite way or anything like that. There were a lot of students from Fuller Theological Mm. Seminary that went there and um, it was all based on a consensus model of leadership, um, which so I love. I love that. Yeah. We did peace parades, and I did a lot of preaching for social justice. <laughs> I'm so idealistic. I'm like, oh, there's really a church like that? Yeah. There was a female um, head pastor, and I love listening to her. It was mm. just a beautiful. And then she had to leave to go take care of her mother. And then a male pastor came in and he was just as fantastic. Like it was just a great exchange of power. Awesome. um, You know, yeah. And as a Mennonite, anybody in the congregation can do any role. So I could preach, um, Charles could preach, like any person that was a member could do any role. I grew up Presbyterian. um, Yeah. That... That sounds refreshing. I would imagine yeah. my whole Presbyterian family's like, "This is this is why we don't go to their church. We, yeah. need, we need structure and order, and we we serve a God of order. Yeah. And we need right? we need yeah. this because you you just let people talk. Exactly. Yeah, it's kind of you have to. So be how do you okay go, Jen? That. How do you go from a, again as an idealist, yeah. which sounds like this idealistic model, into this and accept it? 
through the consensus model, they became a fully affirming church. And that just wasn't something like, like I said, going back to experience experientially that we could wrap our minds around. Mm. It's just not how we, um, how we pursue like a gospel centered life as yeah. disciples. It yeah. was too hard for us to do that. So we took a break from church for a while and then um, we started attending the, our current church. And then, you know, I just feel like I had to, I just have to, just through my life experience, I have to come to terms with certain things mm. because I'm not going to find, I'm not going to find heaven here as it should be. You know, mm. I'm going to find pieces of heaven on earth, but I'm really not going to find the whole thing. Yeah. And I, I have to try to be realistic with that. Okay. Yeah. Am I kind of hearing you say like picking and choosing your battles and you have to pick and choose your battles a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Now, Jen, yeah. you're a mom. Yeah. Two little girls. Yes, I'm gonna. T- yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna tell them they do this, but I don't believe in that. <laughs> is that twisted or what? <laughs> uh, you, I don't know. Is it something I want? Is it a sword I want to fall on? I don't know. You know, because yeah. I could fall on a lot of swords. Yeah, we all could. Yeah, like I, yeah, you know, I would never. You know, my my thing is like I would never maybe add this to like the Apostles' Creed or something like that. Like yeah. it's not it's not a salvation issue, but yeah. But for some people, this is a pretty big. This is a pretty big. It's I, a big I'll issue. Tell you, Jen, I have a daughter. Yeah. And and we were church hunting a few years back. Yeah. And I, all of a sudden, this made it to like my top five list of yeah. things that I want to know when I'm checking out these churches. And for me, and, and you know, maybe you can speak to this as. Yeah. Um. For me, it was I would that caught not taught attitude. Yes. I want my daughter to know that the same spirit that rose Jesus from the grave is the spirit that that can breathe life into her yes. and empower her to do anything. Right. And I don't. There are things that she. <laughs> I, but, it, but I mean, I'm not going to limit the spirit of God through through a female or a male. Right. right. And so it was really important to me that that we would go to a church that um, and I was really picking up on things that my kids would be seeing, not just hearing. Right. But like, is this an all like Caucasian church, or yeah. is it all one? Um, one age mm-hmm. or, and then the female thing was really important for me. Just thinking about my daughter. Um, I had some friends challenging me and told me that that was silly. Like, it, and that, that was part of it. There was like, that's not a doctrinal issue. Why would you, yeah. why did that bother you? But it just seemed to resonate with me. Like I, did, I just don't want, I, I don't agree personally with, right. with some of the conclusions that have been made. Um, yeah. I would not fight with somebody over it. <laughs> you know what I mean? We can still hang out. As yeah. Chris likes to say, we might believe some small different things, but we can still worship the same God together. Sure. Um, so I, I don't think that I can't worship God next to somebody who holds the more complementarian, complementarian view. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't necessarily a, a, the environment I wanted my daughter to, to be raised up in. I um, get it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what are you going to do with that? Cause I don't you know. have daughters. I don't know. I need you to tell me because I, I want to know what to do. <laughs> and I'm going to follow you. My adult brain can, you know, rationalize and wrap my mind mm. around it, understand. And I agree that I've got to think a way through this because they need to hear female voices, you know, not just, you know, yeah, not right. just reciting scripture before the sermon, but actually preaching the word of God as it is, as it would be, you know, through a female voice. So yeah, that's important. That's yeah, so totally. important. Okay. So here's, here's a fun one. I know, I know we asked Allie this and yeah. so you're in a, in a situation where you're in church and yes, like, and a school. Um, do you see or have you heard uh-huh. or caught <laughs> any, <laughs> any distinction between, 
um, headship, right? Is mm-hmm. that the term? Yeah. In the school versus in the church. Like, yes. Does, does that same sentiment carry over in both areas or is it somehow parsed out? Um, it's diff- It's definitely different. So for me, I could run the school, but I couldn't run the church. And I could train teachers, but I couldn't preach on a Sunday. And I could, you know, write a book for the school, but not for the church. And how so. did you how did you come to find this information? I have a feeling that like I've, you had, I've kinda you had a list and added like a talk with somebody. I kinda sneakily asked around yeah. and you know, so hypothetically, you know. I'm friends with a lot of pastors' wives yeah. and yeah. Yeah. you know, things like that. So What do you do with that, Jen? I think about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think about it a lot. You mull over it on a podcast. I mull over it on a podcast. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But you know, we're works in progress and I just think this is where I'm at right now. You know, I'm, I'm at, I'm here. It's definitely a prevailing topic, you know, in our home. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We're like, I can't say this. No, wait, let me think of another analogy. I'm like, I can't, I was going to say <laughs> we're like the black people, but the problem with that is Charles is black and I'm white. So that doesn't work. Oh. <laughs> and I'm not black, so I can't speak like that. Okay. So we are like the people that are a certain race uh-huh. and they're in a church that is another race um. and they're kind of just reconciling it. You know what I mean? They're just coming to terms with that. Are you the only ones that. wrestling with it there? Like, oh you, yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm it's in the like, closet. On the surface I'm in you, the though. closet. I'm out of the closet now because I'm talking into this microphone. Yeah, you gave us <laughs> you gave us your fake name too. I know. What am I, Tina? <laughs> no. Tina? Oh, what up, Tina? <laughs> Jen, what do you see just personally on a personal level, do you see a distinction? Or or, or do you do you have a, 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 a solid line um between uh church and school? Uh-huh. We actually we had a we did a podcast actually on that cuz church and school. Yeah, cuz for us yeah. we, we we see those lines blurred sometimes. Uh-huh. At my old school I saw it blurred a lot and I actually saw it was never on my radar until youth pastors told us that basically they saw us as competition because we were able Rude. to Rude. <laughs> but it was also like super true cuz they were like why would our kids basically as youth pastors were like hey they go to you for bible class every day. Uh-huh. You have chapel once a week. You're taking mission trips to Guatemala. I know. That like happens. what, what, how do I compete with you? Sure. And so that was, that was really eye opening for me. Cause in mm-hmm. my mind, I'm like, dude, we're, t- we're getting them Same ready team. for you. Right. Same yeah. team. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> what have you perceived at, at least in this location? Do you, do you see a distinction between church and school? And, and, and by school, I mean like the Christian schools, but specifically, obviously, right? Yeah. There, I mean, there are a lot of, of differences, but. You know, my boss ultimately is the pastor, the head pastor. So there is a lot of overlap. Oh, yeah, that's a wild dynamic. Right? Man. Yeah, he's the one that hired me. And awesome. I did my interview with that's him. That's cool. It's not cool when you're trying to <laughs> right. apply for an administration position and the head pastor looks you square in the eye, first interview question, and says, what is the gospel? Mm. <laughs> you're like, oh, crap. Uh, basic question. I have no idea because I'm looking my pastor in the eye and I have no idea what to say. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And I finally was like, I, I'm so nervous right now looking you in the face as my pastor. I can't even tell you what the gospel is. I I don't even know my right foot. You've been going to church here for six years. Have you been listening, Jen? (laughs) Let's see if you've been listening. The gospel. I don't know. (laughs) 
Yeah. So do you go to yeah. the Greek? Huh? No. Yeah. <laughs> do you go to the Greek? Do you keep it simple? What do you do? I don't even know. So um, yeah. So we, <laughs> I'm still trying to fish this question out of you. Like, what what do you see? What, where's the difference? Like, I don't know. It sound like you have much of a difference. It sounds like there's a lot of there's a lot of overlap, but there's a lot of separation. And is in a good example of a Venn diagram. Yeah. Uh huh. Frank. Right. Yeah. Good job, teacher. <laughs> it's only because I put it on my lesson plan today. <laughs> so I mean, there's just a lot of overlap. Yeah. A lot of overlap. Okay. A so lot Jen, of overlap. so so um, you are you're speaking with some high schoolers. Uh huh. Um, you've mentored some of our students. Yeah. Um, so there, there's Fun a young times. lady. And she asks you, asks you, well, all of a sudden those ask, are the words that are hard to pronounce. <laughs> she asks you and she says, yeah. hey, mama, Je- I don't know what they call it. Jen. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm really thinking about, I feel this calling on my life mm-hmm. to, to spread the gospel. Yeah. And I, 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 I want to teach. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to shepherd. Um, and ultimately she says she wants to go into, she wants to become a woman of the cloth. Right. Is that an actual term? I don't know. It's always a man. I like, I know what you mean. Yeah. So what, what kind of advice do you give? What does that look like? What, what do you tell her? My daughter, my daughter, Lila Shalom. She's 17. She wants to work for the church. Well, she's five right now. She doesn't know what she wants to do. She (laughs) wants to dance and sing and I don't know. But so at 17, she's like, I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask Auntie Jen. I want to work for the church. Yeah. That's what you mean by woman of the cloth. What do you, what do you, what do you tell my daughter, Jen? Oh gosh. I tell her not to be as careful as I was and am being, Hmm. you know. How come? Just, it's a waste of time. Yeah, it's a waste of time. She just needs to go for it. And test the boundaries and test the waters and be a biatch if that's what everybody's going to call her. Yeah. 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 Like what I'm assertive, it's okay. Right. Jen, (laughs) what... How how do you how does a young because so my my dad raised me to ask questions that's one yeah. of the things I'm really thankful for yeah but I was an impudent brat um, probably until my 30s uh-huh. because you know I was asking questions you know I'm just seeking truth yeah right? um, what how do you how do you what kind of advice do you give to a young lady to to test because yeah. it's I, I know and let's be honest I know. right it's it's not the reality that we want but the reality no. is that if a woman's testing like you said if a woman's testing. It's 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 going to look differently, and it's right. going to be interpreted differently. So, exactly. what does it mean for a young lady, in let's say my daughter's seventeen now? So, so in two thousand eighteen, to to test those waters, what does that mean? Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like um, I was like that too. I tested a lot, and I wasn't. Um, it wasn't seen as it wasn't welcome. It wasn't welcome. Gentle and kind. <laughs> I was yeah, not I was gentle and kind. I didn't have the spirit. <laughs> yeah, I was really brash just, and like yeah. probably really annoying. I just um, had an endorsement from my dad that said, "Ask questions." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Your dad said that. Ask questions. That's good. Oh, totally. At least you got that. Yeah. He didn't teach me how to do it respectfully and lovingly and gentle, and now I have gray hairs. Oh my gosh! So yeah, what does that what does that mean? Yeah, what does it mean to test, uh, in in a way that's, um, for lack of a better term, like God honoring or, or mature or edifying to the people that you're testing? Yeah, right? you have to be wise, though. Yeah, you can't just test everything. You know, you can't test every test. <laughs> it's right, like right? you know, and some people cannot with, withstand a test, and mm. they're gonna just be vindictive. Is that why about you guys that. had to like your family had to leave the church? I like don't think mom. my mom, I don't think my mom was testing. I think she was standing she was calling for something. Out. Yeah. Okay. But 
I think testing is different and it's, it's more about, um, picking out, you know, the truth and trying to weed through that, get through the weeds. And that's for strong women. That's, you know, that's for women that can hold their own, you know? Yeah. Jen, what if, um, we're having this topic, not, while we're recording and putting it out there for people to listen to, but we're having this topic topic. Uh, we're down at, you know, getting a coffee or something and yeah. so, someone's listening and he's like, Oh, you know, I, I hear you. And you know, it sounds like you have really good ideas, you know, and that sounds like to kind of go with the, the trends in our culture right now. But, yeah. but Jen, it's biblical. Right. Yeah. Um, Shut it. Yeah. And I, and I, <laughs> yeah, and I don't, I don't yeah. like that line. <laughs> oh dude, no. If, yeah. If you've been around Christianity, what does that so mean? Long, it, that's, um, <laughs> it's biblical should right. be a yellow a yellow flag for a it moment. It should be a um, red especially sparkly, when I say it. Yeah. When I say it, you should have a red flag. But yeah. Um but no, but I mean like and again I'm not I'm not asking yeah. you like what what's your strategy in apologetics and stuff like you know what I mean like yeah. that kind of thing like defending but like just what where, where does that because I'm sure you've had that conversation. Yeah. Where does that for you where does that conversation go? You know? Yeah. Like when someone just tells you, Well like look look this the text says this. Yeah, I'm not into the argument. I'm really not. (laughs) I'm into the life, you know, Uh, and to me, I'll get in there. I don't mm. care. I don't want to have the argument. I want to live the life. Mm. And so for me, you know, I'm living, I feel like I'm making strides, you know, to get to a place of influence as a woman in a Christian community that doesn't agree, you know, and people probably don't see it that way because I'm not about the argument. So mm. maybe I am like an undercover, <laughs> you know, um, maybe, maybe egalitarian, you're, maybe you're the, the caught not thought. Yeah, exactly. Right. Mm. Um, but I feel like that's my style, you know, and I think some people are better with words and they can engage the argument mm. in a really, um, effective way that is life giving mm. and, you know, a nod to that person's humanity. But, um, I just don't do that. Well, I don't do that. Well, at all. I don't so do arguments. Well, so <laughs> like I give, I don't care how to give up. Mm. I can't quote that. I can't yeah. dissect that. I can't, I don't right. just like my knowledge ends, you know, at that spot. So, mm. I mean, I can't go far with that, but I can go far with, you know, putting my hands to the plow making sure that I, you know, stay consistent and earn people's trust and, um, mm. just try to be myself as much as I can. Amen. Yeah. Hey Jen, uh, just a couple just shotgun questions really quick. So, um, uh, to, to any, any girl, any female listening right now, Yeah. which, Hey, God bless you. To to us. <laughs> no, but I mean like, um, you yeah. know, our, our hope is that we're reaching other, like, I don't know, leaders in the church, um, um, youth leaders, um, other educators, um, yeah. kind of word of advice. Just what's just a little nugget you want to throw out to your ladies out there uh, in, ladies in this, out in this, there. and like, and I, I love that you said that, like, like in, in, I'm just gonna keep on doing this kind of thing in the Christian culture. And I, I, yeah. I, I feel like we're a little slow in some areas, right? Like we're, we're pretty, we're really cautious as, yeah. a, as a church sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and maybe good and maybe to our detriment. Mm-hmm. Um, but what would you say to someone who's who's in it and maybe is being cautious? And yeah, I would say a couple things. Um, I would say one foot in front of the other. Um, that you know you're not going to gain everything at once. And yeah, that's a good word. Yeah, you're just it's just it's a a time commitment. You know, it's a commitment of time. And. Um, say yes to things that give you a voice, Mm. you know, that help you put your voice out there. Um, uh, don't 
try to get permission from other people to think your thoughts and be, you know, be yourself. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that kind can of I, Can I that have that one too, though? Right. Is that all right for <laughs> yeah, me Yeah, you don't need permission. Thank you. I need that piece of advice. Thanks. Yeah, you don't need permission. Yeah. yeah. And that's, be, that's preaching to myself. Yeah. You know, because oh, I, I catch you. myself in these traps. And, you know, I catch myself um, with my girls. You know, my girls will ask me things that are very similar to the things I ask myself or ask mm. other people about myself. And, yeah, so. Yeah. How about to um, how about to the person who's been burned, the female who's been burned, who um, yeah had her had her her dreams maybe squashed yeah. by by some men in power. That's tough because a lot I of what a lot of that. yeah yeah that's a lot, and the the um, the root of a lot of those experiences is just shame. Mm. You know, nothing can make you feel shame like church shame. You know. Especially from a man to a woman, it's like, Jeez. oh my god, I want to die, Jeez, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, with shame, there's two guiding forces in the world: love and shame. You know, and if shame is guiding you, then that's something that you gotta, you just gotta take mm. to the cross. You know, you gotta give that away because it doesn't belong, doesn't belong with you. Amen. So I would say that. Okay. For sure. Um, another really important question. What's your favorite color? Green. Uh, me too. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Spiral awesome. dynamics. Spiral. Oh, we, are we it was green greens? before that. <laughs> I wonder what, I almost asked Chris the other day about spiral. Spiral. Jen, That's another podcast. I was just going to say you, you've given us <laughs> at least, at least three topics to, to get into, um, for later. And we'd love to have you back. Um, do you have any, I kind of asked you for last yeah. words, but I, I'm not, I'm not a good closer. I'm How do we wrap actually, this up? I actually was, uh, I was speaking at a retreat uh, recently. I had four sermons. I think it was my third one. I literally was just like, I, yeah, I kind of looked at them. It was almost as if like whatever info the, the, the creator of the universe was like putting into my brain, like it uh-huh. just stopped. And I was like, okay, I guess we're done. I didn't even like break to pray. I didn't do anything. So, oh my gosh. I'm like that I mean, are too. We, are we I'm like, there? okay, bye. Are we, I, think we're, I think we're done. Ta-da. That means we're done. Jen, here, here's, here's my guess. We're going to, we're going to say we're done. We're, the music's going to cue and uh-huh. we're going to say goodbye and okay. Chris will have some fancy thing to say to us cause he's smart like that. And, uh, we're going to stop recording. You're going to get in the car and be like, Oh, I wish I said this. I will. So, I know. I probably will do the opposite. I think I'm, I'm going to go on record and say, I think we should have a podcast entitled, Oh, <laughs> I wish I would have said that. And we'll, we'll include you on that. Is, okay. that. is that okay? Okay. That's cool. Jen, thank you. You're um, welcome. I do, as much as I can, I, I recognize that this is, this is a, a, a loaded topic. Yeah. And I feel like we just kind of just scratched the surface and yeah. just kind of played around there. But yeah. um, thanks for your honesty, your vulnerability, your transparency. And um, one of the things that one of my mentors who always says, caught, not taught, uh-huh. <laughs> his other big one was transparency equals trust. Yeah, and um, I think this is one of these. I, I trust you, and yeah. I hope that our listeners feel that as well. They can trust you, and yeah. I, I appreciate your transparency and um, your ability to effectively um, and lovingly and in a mature fashion navigate uh, that political game yeah. that you have to play. Yeah, and so to anybody else out there who's uh, playing male female politics, yeah, um, hope you're empowered by the Holy Spirit. It's far more creative force than anything you can imagine, mm-hmm. and. Uh, 
yeah, I pray that we would all be in tune with this topic, you know? Thanks, yeah, Wayne. So, Thanks, yeah, you're Chris. Loved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shalom in your home. Shalom. Peace. Wayne, might I say that you are a masterful interviewer? Oh, yes, go ahead. You're a masterful interviewer. Thank you. I learned from you, Chris Seals. Look at me being complimentarian <laughs> again. I like you. Uh, well, uh, that kind of concludes our two-part series yeah, on good. females in, in leadership, um, particularly in Christian schools. Um, and hopefully there's plenty to chew on there. I think we talk a lot about having the conversation and having tension and wrestling with things. And so we kind of wanted to embody that by presenting both sides um, and having these interviews. Um, and hopefully it, it forces you to wrestle some right. more. Right. Like, that's exactly the goal. Especially if you've settled into either of these camps and you've chosen your side and you're ready to go to battle and, and fight over um, this issue in a way that doesn't treat others like brothers and sisters. Mm. Um, I, would, I would hope that part of what we did here um, would encourage you to, to rehumanize um, and yeah. reexamine your view of those who perhaps are on the other side of this aisle, but who are still part of of Christ's bride family. Yeah. yeah That's a great way to here. put it, Chris. So, um, I hope this was inspiring some thoughts, um, coming up in a, in a, the next few weeks, we have some talks on canonicity and where, wow. um, scripture came from and what happens to people once they leave high school and go to college. Um, mm. and we've got a, another interview. We have some experts. Up. Yeah. We have experts coming. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. To talk about some of these things. Um, and even what it means to be spiritually mature as, as a mm. young adult, um, because knowing what that means is going to be really helpful for us to help instill that in our young people. So is it okay if I'm excited about our future? Episodes? Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Chris. Yeah. yeah. Invite so, your friends. Exactly. So I hope this was edifying to you. That's so Christianese. Hope mm. this built you up um, and and provoked you to think and re-examine the way you view reality and even yeah. your relationships with those who are of the opposite sex. Heck yeah! Don't stop growing. Boom. Boom.